0: All right, gentlemen, we ready to rock?
1: Indeedy, Alashidi. You like that one? <laughs> you like that one?
0: I like that one a lot. I've, I have not heard that one. I like Will's hand gesture. What was that, Will?
2: Oh, let's rock. Let's rock, let's rock, let's rock.
0: School of rock, <laughs> baby. And welcome to the Men Up Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Christian Shabu.
1: Drew Chin. Will Van Dyke. Lamar Wambo in the house.
0: And together, we are the four guys here for the Level Up by digging deep into current events, sports, pop culture, and leadership, and challenging ourselves to not just meet the moment, but build momentum for ourselves and for all of us. So thank you all so much for joining us, and like we do every week, we like to start off with a warm-up, so the warm-up is a question that it's equal parts fun and focused to get us ready for the game ahead, and we like to think of it as the layup line for our mind. So, gentlemen, considering that we are going to be focused on treating yourself, shout out to Tom and Donna from Parks and Rec gave us treat yourself. What is one thing you do to treat yourself, and what does it do for you?
1: I thought about treating yourself in, in three different categories. Um, I thought about it in the, the mental, thought about it in the the physical, and I thought about it in the emotional. And that was kind of where uh, I kind of lived. Once again, shout out to women, because it was a woman, my partner, that really put me onto oils and, you know, just getting my skincare, right? After getting out the shower, rubbing the oil down on on, on my body, right? <laughs> And just, just those little, little, those little things in, in your skincare, hair care. Like she kind of, I don't wash my hair a ton, um, but she's always like, you need to wash your hair. Like so, just those little things that maybe I'm not going to generalize and say all dudes don't do, but aren't as dudely and also uh, made this not think to do all the time. And I'm just grateful for for her, you know, to kind of put that those types of things in my life. When I see her do it, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to do that too you know, so I, then I start. So yeah, I don't, I'm not always the most consistent, but I, I do it. I do it more than I ever have before.
0: Shout out to partners. Also shout out to you, Lamar, creating Doodly here on the <laughs> Men Up podcast. You here to hear first, folks. Uh, Drew, what about you? Mine is a
3: little bit more pre-pandemic and uh, hopefully when this is over, I can go back to it, but I treat myself to go into live events, sports, theater, concerts. Uh, it's a little bit harder with children because, um, I'll either bring them or I'll go alone. But what it does for me is, you know, I get to feel like I'm part of something happening, like something bigger than me, something live. Um, I don't know what the result is. And that's really, really exciting.
0: You mentioned that like pre-pandemic, right? This is a thing that you could do a lot more, obviously during the last eight months, been a bit more challenging for that, almost impossible. Have you engaged with any of those uh, events that have been sort of conceived as live events, but they're still like, you know, whether they're from Zoom or from another platform, they're like live, but also they're not live. Have you done any of those?
3: Yes, but I mean, it's just a different barometer. It's, diff- it's different for me. Like I want to be in, see, I want to, I wanted to hit my ears, my eyes, like all different assets, and you know, on a screen, it's just not the same.
0: Will, what about you? What is one way you treat yourself?
2: I guess um, right now, all it is is watching shows like Parks and Rec, like I just, I binge on some shows uh, that I think I, are just hilarious. When I have a moment to take the dogs on like an epic walk, like, you know, five, six miles, something like that, that's really, you know, a treat yourself moment because it's just, I'm, I'm not on devices, I'm out in nature or whatever.
1: Are those things happening by yourself? Watch the TV by yourself on the dog, walk by yourself.
2: Well, the dogs go nuts when the kids are on their bikes and stuff like that, so I don't take them. I don't take the kids a lot of times when I take the dogs and vice versa just because they we have a border collie who just wants to herd the bikes, and it's pure madness, just utter ridiculousness
0: so for me, one of the ways I like to treat myself is with a bath, but not just uh, a bath that you typically think of. Gentlemen, I like ice baths. This is one way that I treat myself, and, and that might sound a little ridiculous at first, but I gotta tell you, I don't know any of the science behind it, I'm not saying any of the claims are legit or not, I don't care much about that, but I know the way that it makes me feel after I take an ice bath, like it is both equal parts relief, uh, but then also I feel like I get the best sleep that I have, call it a week, call it a month, whenever I decide to treat myself with that one thing after taking an ice bath. So I don't know what the science is behind it, but I will tell you that for me, uh, it is one of those things that uh, is invigorating, but also like brings some sort of ease and and brings about great sleep, which I think is so important to treating yourself on a obviously nightly basis with some great sleep. We are gonna be focused on treating yourself and why that is so important, particularly during this holiday season where a lot of times our focus turns to other people, right? It maybe is about gifts or how we're showing gratitude or if you listen to one of our previous episodes of the Men Up podcast, talking about how we are giving forgiveness, right? But it is often focused on other people, but treating yourself is so important for your own self-care. But like we do every single episode, we like to start with a pep talk to get us focused for the moment and our time together here today. And so, gentlemen, I've got one for you. When I was thinking about this episode, I was reminded of a quote uh, from one of my favorite plays by Shakespeare. I'm going to get into my, my, my theater guy uh, place a little bit here with this. And there's a quote from Othello, one of the best plays of all time, one of the best pieces of like, written work, in my opinion. But the quote goes like this. What we are is up to us. Our bodies are like gardens, and our willpower is like the gardener. So this comes from the character Iago early on in Othello. Iago is, as you may or may not know, is one of the bad guys in Othello. But nevertheless, this piece of advice I just think is really important, right? This idea that our, our bodies, our lives are like a garden, right? And when I think about a garden, right, it is about uh, in time-invested, over time, right? And so things like self-care, things like treating yourself, these are things you have to come back to over and over and over if you want to have, in this metaphor, a flourishing garden, right? So I was just thinking about that. Uh, It really resonated with me. And so I hope it resonates with y'all as we get into this conversation. So Lamar, checking in here, get us going. What are we focused on here today?
1: As I I thought about this conversation, I thought, well, self-care is a, a relatively new term you know, that I think has come to prominence in the last maybe five years in the professional world. And so I'm I'm wondering, and whoever wants to take it, uh, is that because it's a new term, people kind of do it. They were doing it before they knew they were doing it. They didn't have anything to call it. How do you come around to like learning how to practice self-care? Who teaches you? How do you develop it? How do you, you know, how do you discover like, oh, this is that? thing that really recharges me, and let me latch onto that and keep doing it.
3: I struggle with um, self-care, treating myself, um, showing myself that self-love. So, I mean, I may not be as present in the conversation like saying things, I'm, I'm really curious to listen, because, and I'd love to hear what you all think, it's just like, how do you even define like what treating yourself is? Or, you know, how do you define self-love?
2: The most common, probably, way in which self-care comes is and in particular the way that I look at it currently. So this is my own perspective, but I, but I believe that it is probably fairly common is that, uh, it's, it's more spontaneous. It's more like, you know what? That looks good to me. I want that right now. Or, you know, uh, and, and you, you do a little self-indulgence, habits are very difficult for me to follow right now. And so I've become, you know, uh, very basic <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah.
1: I love, I love the idea of simplifying. You know, you said, you said basic, I think the, the term for it now is, uh, you know, simplifying or just kind of like, you know, being able to scale down and keep it simple. That is a version of self-care in my mind because It's less to think about, less to worry about, less to focus on. Um, Coming into this
0: conversation, I had to distinguish for myself between self-care and treating yourself, right? Because for me, like treating yourself is one of those habits and routines that is fundamental to self-care, but it's not the whole thing, right? Treating yourself to me is whether it's because I've had a hard week, I need to treat myself, or maybe I've been successful in a thing. Or maybe I know that it's just time, like it's been several months since I can identify treating myself in some way, right? Like that is one part of it. But there are parts to self-care that have to happen every single day that I wouldn't treat myself, right? I, I think of it almost as, I mean, the treat that always comes to mind for me is ice cream, right? Like ice cream as a treat, right? And if I ate that every single day, my right. entire life, it's no longer a treat. It's right. a terrible habit. And I've likely gained a lot of weight, right? Like, so So there, there's a distinction there between like treating yourself, at least to me is like, what's a thing you come back to once in a while, right. uh, that really acknowledges something for yourself, whether it's acknowledging you've had, a, you've gotten through a challenging time, or I've gotten some sort of like, I've reached some sort of successful moment right and so so those things are important for me to identify and I think one of your questions that, that I've been thinking a lot about Lamar, is like well how have I understood what are the things that treat myself right that I go to as treats like a lot of it's been trial and error right mm-hmm. I think when I was younger like in my 20s and such I thought that treating myself was you know, those nights where I'd go out to the bar with my buddies and hang out, right? And like, yeah, absolutely. And get drunk, not, right? right? Like,
1: yeah. and that, right, absolutely. That's literally not. deteriorating yourself <laughs> is what that is. Yeah.
0: But in my mind, right? Like, that yeah. was an idea of treating yourself, right? Or treating myself. Right. And then it, it, it took, honestly, a couple of years to realize, oh, I feel terrible <laughs> the day after. And now if I did that, I'd feel terrible for a week after, right? Yes. So clearly, it is not a treat, right? It's got some different aspects to my life like maybe it's around like connection with my community and stuff cool it's fulfilling on that need but it's definitely not treating myself
1: yeah I, I i mean i think it's pretty safe to say that everyone in this group right now has got like a three drink maximum and it's a wrap no need no need to go beyond that
0: and one of the ways you identified that you came to some things that treat yourself right was from your partner really acknowledging some things and pushing you to level up but what what are some other things that you do to treat yourself and how did you come to those?
1: Yeah. So, and and that's kind of why I asked the question because I was like, well, who did I model after? My parents, like my parents wouldn't have been, they didn't like go to the gym, you know, they, there weren't mass gyms around when we were, when I was growing up, you know, there was a gym, but it wasn't like the thing to do. Um, they worked a lot. You know, my dad was military. My mom was worked in the casinos. My mom cooked dinner every night. It wasn't like we were eating super healthy, but we weren't like eating shit food. So like, I just, I'm just looking back and I'm like, well, what is, what is the, what, what, what is the answer to both the consistent things that you have to do to kind of take care of yourself? The things you were talking about um, in terms of like, or I should say not doing like, you're not going to eat ice cream every, every night because you know, for you, that's not going to end well right but the flip side of that is like but you are going to go to the gym every day or work out every day because that is something that is going to help contribute to where you want to be and so i'm thinking about well what example did i have on either front of like taking care of myself and or uh treating myself for you know celebrating things or you know achieving accomplishments and i don't know if there ever was an example of that and i think i just had to as i got older I don't know if I still even named anything. It just became traveling. It was just like, I'm going on a trip. This is what I'm going to do.
2: Can we talk more about trips too? Because honestly, I think that that's one of the things that has popped up in my brain most. And obviously it's probably because there are some severe travel restrictions these days. But like, did you guys all do that? Trips, like either with boys or? By yourself or whatever like we took long trips and stuff like that and I always you know now certainly as an adult they're very different like very different idea of of trips but like uh, I, I, I so am wanting them it, it doesn't factor into my self-care right now but like I'm thinking it's going to
3: I think part of it we have to talk about like what is it about the trip that helps And what is it about the trip that is this idea of it's treating yourself or is it overall self-love? Because I want to say when Lamar was talking about his parents and like, where do we learn these habits? I think part of me is I had this conversation with my wife last night, treating yourself, there's a shelf life to it. There's an end and it can begin again. And we had this because it's like, do you treat yourself? or is that lifestyle? And like, part of that was we talk about things like, like my dad's done now you know, like things he's purchased and he's retired. I was like, that's lifestyle. Like, cause he's using that over and over again. Whereas like, to me, treat yourself, you do it and then it ends. You can do it again, but you're not constantly doing it. Like a trip has a shelf life. You may have had an awesome time in Fiji. You may want to go back, but you didn't move to Fiji, you know, and, the reason I ask this is if I, even the idea of a trip to me, like a trip to go see a game is to break up the mundane and do something different. So that to me is, is treat yourself. And whether that's a day, a week, a month, and I don't do that enough, you know, and that's obviously been a lot harder in a pandemic too.
1: I read a book uh, last year called Happy Money. And in a weird way, this book really touches on a lot of this stuff indirectly but it talks about like when you there's the science behind putting things off right and using it as a motivator using it as experiences is money well spent essentially is what the book was saying and that you don't get it all the time you can't just access it freely every day like you can some ice cream but when you kind of give yourself space between this thing you really want to do and where you are that it kind of builds up this excitement and Uh, also the experience is probably gonna be a lot better because it's like oh it only happens twice a year you know Um, so it's y'all should all read the book honestly great great book around that and also like why money doesn't necessarily equal happiness always in
0: recent years right one of the things that you and I along with two of our other buddies have done is like plan a whether it's every couple years or whatever like try to plan a get-together as a trip right and so I'm wondering like do you identify that as a way of like treating yourself?
3: I'm totally in this present spirit of like pandemic is hitting me hard. It is sucking my life out. It is sucking my spirit. Like I'm not able to see my family. Um, I'm not able to do these events. So they feel like another lifetime and I know others feel that way. So I just want to be honest because absolutely like what, what she was describing, like we did uh we called it a mancation. And it was awesome. Like we went to New York city, we rented city bikes, we just biked around Um, I think that night we saw, uh, Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z together at Yankee stadium.
1: Oh, this is, this is via two, uh, 2015, 2016.
3: That's the thing. That's so long ago, you know? And and I, I think it's important to talk about shelf life because it's like, I think, Will, you mentioned it, but like, are you habitually treating yourself? And if you're out of habit, what the heck do you do? Especially when something like throws your life upside down, like a pandemic, um, So that, that's that. And I'll just say part of what's hard for treating myself, like I'm a caregiver. If people do the Enneagram, I'm a two. So that means like I put everyone else before me first. So it's easy for me to burn out. You know, that lesson they always say from like um, seven habits of highly effective leaders. And they use that whole analogy of when you're on a plane, you put the mask on yourself first. I wouldn't do that. I would, I would rush to my wife and kids first. And I don't do that to be like the hero It's just, I forget to put the mask on first. So treating myself is like, is a hard concept and unpacking with my wife. I don't know what that looked like from my father and not to call him out. Like it's a good conversation I need to have with him. But when I think about it and he did bring me to like New Jersey devil games or NBA or Nets games went back on there, the Meadowlands, like that was a treat and that was different from the reality. So I can get behind that. It's just more of, so now what does treat myself look like when I can't go to a live event right now? Cause that's going to be the case for a lot more months.
1: Ultimately self-care treating yourself comes down to your emotional and mental stability and support at the end of the day. Right? Like I know for me, my group chats and friends are, are very important to Get, and they give me life and being able to communicate openly and freely inside of those is a version of self 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 care for me, self love. And also, um, inside of those relationships, sometimes standing up for myself and being able to communicate my feelings, honestly, good or bad when things are going well, or when somebody says something and I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge you on that. And so, you know, those, those are two things i wanted to bring up that says like, you know, self-care gets all the headlines, but this is really about your mental health and really about how you feel about yourself and your self-worth.
2: That actually resonates quite a bit with me as well, just like in terms of like properly assessing your needs and then being able to communicate them. I, I, I know I deal with that, you know, particularly probably most frequently at work. by by nature and i'm a i'm a sort of a sit with it type of guy so like you have to be sort of confident enough in your own needs to uh to to partake in that self-care you know one of the challenges right now that i keep saying for my health wise in in taking care so i just signed up for like uh there's a like an online platform called zwift for cycling and stuff like that where you do this like virtual cycling um, app and stuff like that. And it's like the only two times that I would really be able to do it consistently, like if I were to turn it into a habit, is it like 5.30 in the morning or nine o'clock at night? And like both of those are not conducive to the one thing that I am trying to do more of, which is sleep. And so I'm just sort of like in this perpetual cycle of you know, balancing needs and wants
0: so as we're wrapping up here, I want to I tie a few things together that we've been talking about here today when we're talking about treating ourselves. It's clear that we've identified that part of what is so important about that and about self-care is around mental care. And it's clear from just our conversation, the four of us, is that there is some trend around taking trips in some way is a form of treating yourself and does lend itself to our mental care. So also what we know is all of us on uh, in this podcast and then hopefully with our audience, they're feeling this too, or like we are in this moment of challenge and crisis within this pandemic. And one of the things that is sometimes helpful when you're in a moment of challenge or crisis is to look beyond the moment, right? So I'm going to challenge us to look beyond the moment. Whenever we are able to start traveling again, maybe traveling means a state away, a couple states away. Maybe it means halfway around the world. The destination's not important. What I want to know from each one of us is with that trip, whatever trip we end up taking soon after, we're out of a pandemic. Maybe it's a year after. What do you want to get out of that trip? I know for me, it is all about exploring a new place. Like when I go on trips, like that is the thing that just excites me the most. The company I'm with absolutely is important and critical, but just exploring right. a new place. <laughs> y'all right? <lie. laughs> y'all all right? But no, no, no. In all seriousness, obviously the company is important, but like the thing that just lights me up as I'm walking around a small town, a city, is like just seeing the architecture, discovering a new place, not having a map in hand and just like really learning it. And so like that's what I would want to get out is going to a new place and really discovering it. Lamar, what about you?
1: Just trying to kick it, man. Just trying to go lay on the beach for a few days, You know, probably get us some massages, eat some good food, just trying to chill, bro. That's that's literally, literally it, and cross another country off the list.
2: Next year is our uh, my wife and I's 10-year wedding anniversary. And when we went on our honeymoon, we went and traveled Europe for two weeks. We went to London, Paris, Barcelona. I missed the ferry to Rome, so we ended up flying to Rome. It's a whole other story in itself um and then um i was supposed to be the one speaking spanish and uh, I, I couldn't understand the intercom <laughs> so it didn't <laughs> register anyway that's a short condensed version um and then and then we ended up in a place uh northern italy um uh in lake como and it's like that that uh week that we spent up there was just one of the most beautiful weeks we've ever spent anywhere not saying that we want to necessarily duplicate that trip and that travel um but you know that was pre-pandemic that was sort of our plan for our 10 year anniversary was to to do that or just spend the time in in like como um the other scenario though that has come up now is that you know right before the pandemic hit we bought a camper and like then two or three weeks after we bought it everything shut down it's sitting it's been sitting in our backyard i just closed it up you know just yesterday cuz we were kind of using it you know when we had fires or something like that and um i just need to take that out and go camping get in the woods go camping get out and 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 go somewhere and so that's those are the two very real very like present thoughts in my head. Um I had an idea where I was going to take the camper to places in the US called London or like a campsite around there called London, called Paris, called I there's no Barcelona, I found out, or at least there's no like I don't think there's any campsites close to a Barcelona, but the there's a Madrid and then Madrid and then Rome. That's cool. So well
3: Barcelona wine bar in Charlotte. There's also one in New York.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> right. You can camp out downtown
0: New Haven on the green.
2: <laughs> uh my 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 nineteen sixties replica Shasta camper just parked in the middle of New Haven. That's Absolutely. Over. I'm sure.
3: And then come on down to the Queen City. We got you.
2: There we go. I haven't been I haven't been to Charlotte. I haven't been to Charlotte in quite some time.
0: It's just a hop, skip, and a twelve-hour drive.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Plus a couple more oh. from Ithaca, right? Yeah. yeah. Come on,
3: Drew. What about you? I, I got two versions. I think I think one is um, it involves my wife. We talked about going up northeast. She's never been to Boston. Um, we want to see uh, a best friend in New Haven and uh, drop by my alma mater, Quinnipiac University. Shout out. So
1: to you that,
3: that one's pretty present. And then, I mean, the, the near term is just to see family and just to be there because um, it's been months. So that will happen.
0: Is that best friend in New Haven me?
3: What do you think? It's Daryl.
2: <laughs> damn it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's you. Of course it's you, you idiot.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Can we,
2: can we play Frisbee on the quad?
0: Uh
3: quad and New Haven Green next to Will's oh camper God. while he's camping. Oh only
2: only if you guys want to get escorted off campus, a couple of <laughs> late 30-year-olds playing frisbee in the middle of the quad.
3: And they'll
0: definitely see us because Shibu will have his shirt off.
2: <laughs> it's hundred percent true. I know a hundred
0: percent true. You know, we prepare every week for these episodes. But then once in a while, while we're in the episode here, it's important for us to challenge each other. And I think we did that really powerfully in this moment because it can be hard to understand how to treat ourselves, particularly in a moment of challenge and in a crisis when we're just trying to get through a thing, right? But if we can think about ways that we want to thrive, whether it's with trips or other ways to treat ourselves, that is super powerful. So I appreciate y'all for coming to this conversation with that vulnerability. Uh, We hope that y'all that are listening are walking away with some valuable tools and resources in this conversation about treating yourself. But like we do every week, we wanna make sure that we're offering resources, ideas, and people that continue to inspire and motivate us to level up. And so in keeping with our love of the game and knowing that there is more and more that we need to share so that all of us can win, it is time for the outlet pass. Will, I'm gonna pass it over to you first. What do you got for the outlet pass?
2: I found an app recently um, called Day One Journal. Um, and they do a daily writing prompt where you, uh, they give you a question and then you're you know, supposed to write the answer. Um, Shabu, this might be one for you, um, maybe historically, um, but it's, what is the most embarrassing story your best friend could tell about you? I'm sure you've got a plenty we don't need to go into it right now. Um, but, uh, but, uh, you know, just good creative, creative thinking. I think that, you know, one thing that my brain has been starving for is in creative outlet. And um, I think the day one journal, those, just those prompts, right. There's other things that you can do with it and stuff like that, but just the prompts alone right now for the free version that I've got or whatever is, is, is enough for me to really get the a little bit of creative juices flowing
3: Yeah, and and shout out to that Day One Journal app. Will, I used it. It's really, really good. It got me into some good habits. So
2: I got to tell you, gents,
0: whether it is the stories that your best friend can tell that are most embarrassing, the trip to Barcelona, Will, or the trip to Fiji, we have teased a lot of stories for season two here. So great job, guys. Really appreciate it. Mar, before we get the outlet pass over to you, uh, I actually want to go first because part of my outlet pass is inspired by you. You're somebody that with this podcast and in life has consistently come back to this theme of like, what are the moisturizers, oils, things you're using to take care of your, your skin and yourself, right? And so shout out to your partner who inspired that for you. Uh, but we see the impact, right? Uh, for me, it is a brand called Scotch and Porter. Uh, really cool Brand uh, black-owned business. I only got turned on to them as a result of over this past summer uh, the movement of you know using your money to like spend with black businesses. That was inspired there. So shout out to that to that moment and that movement. Uh, but more importantly, this is a brand that like really takes their skincare seriously. And I got to be honest, before this summer, I would often just go to CVS, Walgreens, whatever, like find some cheap moisturizer. Never really worked. Uh, and I got to tell you, my skin, y'all can't see it on the podcast, but my skin, my face never looked better. I just Lovely. continue to look younger and That's younger. Good. So, Lovely. shout out to Scotch and Porter.
1: Yeah, what's up with that sponsorship, though, Scotch and Porter? What's up? Yeah, not,
0: not a sponsor. To say <laughs> not, not official a sponsor.
1: I'm just going to uh, reiterate to folks to get the book, Happy Money The Science of Happier Spending. I think you'll really uh, find uh, how money can influence. Uh, certain choices to actually use money to be, be more happy, um, as opposed to you know, material things being the happiness that, from what money can buy.
0: That's what's up. And Lamar, we're going to stick with you before we go here today for a segment we like to call, Call Our Own Fouls. So in case y'all don't remember, sometimes what we like to do here at the end of our episodes is to take a pause. Because whether it is in an episode of the Men Up podcast or in real life, we know that we're going to misstep, we're going to overstep, and we're not going to always practice what we preach. And we're not experts. We're clear on that. But what we are committed to is making sure we are making progress. We are staying in integrity. So with that, Lamar, I know that there is a call our own foul that you want to call out. So the floor is yours.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I just want to reiterate to the audience and- to ourselves um, as podcasters and and hosts here, that, you know, our, our view and our perspective is, you know, very heteronormative, cisgendered lens. And that's kind of where we're coming from. Um, Not necessarily saying that that's our only experience, but it is the majority of what our experience has been. And obviously when we speak, it comes from that, uh, from that lens. And we just want to acknowledge a, that there's, there's a whole bunch of privilege in being, you know, straight men. Um, in this country, and also the experiences that we have shared, um, maybe how they impact uh, others and others that may not necessarily fall into the category that we maybe initially identify into. Um, And so we just want to continue to be open and welcoming to any and all people, um, knowing that you have a home here on this podcast and that we are literally trying to take ourselves and our audience uh, from where we are to where we're going and for us that is being completely open open-minded welcoming um, and and empathetic to all all experiences uh, across the board um, and if we have not done that we will continue to work better at, at trying to do that um, as we go forward and for us that begins with naming where our perspective and where our experiences lie and where they come from
0: And that is it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. If you like what you heard, if you're leaving with a level up, please subscribe, review, and spread the good word so that we can all thrive. You can join us every week on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And until next time, we are the four guys looking forward. And this is the Men Up Podcast. Appreciate y'all.
2: Peace.